put them in front. He doesn't miss. Oh, the little man higher for longer than all around him. She is a good kick. It is a great kick. It's one for the ages. Oh, Luke for the trampoline. Rogers done it from nowhere. Cyril, has he got the journey? Oh, he has. He has. He has. He's kicked the goal, Cyril. What a beauty. This week on the show, we take a look at the Hawks' form against North Melbourne as Arden Street hosted its first AFL clash in over 30 years. Plus, it's never too early to look at free agency and it's always an ideal time to flick through the Book of Dipper. Hello and welcome to the Hawk Talk podcast, the most must-hear show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. My name is Nick Mason and joining me as always is a man who I thought I spotted yesterday in the VIP section at Arden Street. G'day, Tiz. Welcome. <laughs> G'day, man. Yes, no, it was good, wasn't it? Did you see that happy snap of mine? That I went the VIP section. I mean, what the life of luxury! You really see how the other side lives when you get to Arden Street, don't you? For anyone, I love the uh, the elephant. It's a great touch. They couldn't help but hark back to the one significant thing that's happened at that ground. <laughs> um, just to, just to keep anyone up to speed of what I'm talking about with this VIP section, I got to the ground. I, I lined up pretty early, <laughs> and uh, we got into the ground. And there was a section, a fenced off section. The fence was about a meter high. Uh, plastic backyard patio chairs that were bathed in harsh sunlight the entire <laughs> day. Were they ever? used yeah people filed into the vip section i don't know who these people are i mean me as a non-vip uh, I didn't i'm get guessing access. they're just guessing yeah that's probably the whole north <laughs> membership right there uh, maybe i like to think it was because i was wearing thongs i was barred from entry <laughs> no thongs <laughs> well it's vip mate come on they're taking it very seriously no wife beaters no thongs <laughs> tiny flimsy glasses though of wine or whatever they had served there. I didn't really see. But uh, just so you can see how the other lot lives. Very jealous. But it was one of those things. Did where... they cordon off a good viewing platform? No. This is what I'm telling you. We got there and as, as we were lining up, me and my girlfriend, we were looking there and we're thinking, I reckon we should go to directly the other side of the ground because the sun's going to move and, mm. the other, and the other side of the ground behind the goals is going to be in shade the entire day. Right. If we, you know, go the easy way out and not walk that distance, we're going to be in the sun and looking into the sun the entire day, which is exactly what the VIP section sounds, did. Sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, who organised that? The whole day, in, in terms of organisation, was a bit of a shambles. But in, in, the, in the finer details, like things like that, stuff that you wouldn't necessarily notice that you have to actually pick at. And, Tiz, as you know, I am one to pick at things. Yeah, and you uh, you did pick up on yeah. them fading out that <laughs> yes, they did. club song. This is exactly what I'm talking about. When it came to North coming out into the ground, what they did was they just faded down our club song. How, how petty <laughs> do you want to be? I mean, they couldn't let it run the whole time. They couldn't have kept the players back. No, they just faded down Hawthorne's club song. <laughs> So boy, we ran out boy. first, did we? Yeah, we ran out first. Doesn't the away team generally run out first? Had noticed. I just said I was one for details. Clearly, that's one, <laughs> not one I've noted in the many years I've but been watching football. you had Hodgie come over to, the, to where you were sitting. Well, we you? got there very early right? because we wanted a spot. It turns out that was good that we did that because it was a fairly decent crowd. I don't know about sold out. That was another thing in terms of the organisation Didn't of this feel game. sold out? No, no way. Okay. I mean, it was a you know, good crowd, but not can't move sort yeah. of thing. Ticket tech again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. No uh, one knows that they got a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I noticed, again, being super picky, but I just I was amused by this, uh, was uh, they had a couple of MCs, a, a man and a woman, like just running us through events over the course of the day. Of course, they announced the elephant coming out for anyone who saw that and as if we wouldn't have spotted it somehow and gone, oh, yeah, no, that's a fake elephant and that's oh, that's a thing that happens. Oh, okay. No, they had to run us through every sort of detail that happened throughout the day. But uh, they, they let us know in the lead-up to the match that indeed this is the first, uh, any kind of AFL game that has happened uh, at Arden Street since 1985. And... Uh, Got schooled in a, a little piece of history there, Tiz, because apparently North, when they last played there, they won against Richmond by 50 points. And they, and the woman MC informed me, so we have good form here. Oh. <laughs> what? The, but some of those players are probably dead. With irony? With <laughs> well, irony, I hope. Um, I thought it was funny how many early shots they missed. Having trained at the ground for years. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. 
I, I didn't. I didn't actually take that into account. You raise a good point. I'd be slightly unnerving as a North fan. Um, I, when I was lining up outside the ground, I did get there quite early because I was worried about a good viewing platform. Um, it was a sea of blue and white, as you can expect. They were mad for it. Mm-hmm. All the um, picnic rugs. Yep. Yep, and just obsessive. Like the picnic rugs. So <laughs> she's going to Big W the day before and looking for a picnic rug, and all they had in stock. They do one style, and it was blue and white. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, Big W. I'm glad I made the trip out to Doncaster for you. Oh, really? Yeah, we went to Doncaster. <laughs> Uh, it's too much shabby chic out there, mate. Well, we ended up going to Kathmandu and spending about forty bucks oh, on right. a picnic rug. It's a, yeah, it's a good sort, but jeez, big W. I feel so let down. Um, but we we were lining up, and there was one Hawthorne fan. He happened to be right in front of us, and I, I just want to say, like, I don't you, want to be too judgmental, but uh-oh. let's just say he was an eccentric character. He's particularly loud and eccentric. Okay, and. He insisted on making did, conversation. Did you have his name? Did you? I didn't get his name. Oh, you I, didn't introduce yourself. No, I didn't really want to <laughs> at any point because he was talking to everyone. He was making conversation with everyone. He was very boisterous and very excited. And um, eventually, I sort of let slip. I didn't mean to. That I too was a Hawthorne supporter. What? It wasn't obvious, Nick. What? What? You weren't wearing the colours, or? Mate, I wasn't wearing my scarf in thirty degree <laughs> weather. This is why you go for the hat. We had this conversation. Look, okay, all right. We all make mistakes. I'm not a. I don't pull off the hat well. Okay, some people are not hat wearing people. I count myself among them. Uh, but this guy, I let slip that I was a Hawthorne supporter, and that was a mistake because he turned all of his attention to me to talk about the team, and it was like being at the first few rows of SeaWorld. Just the amount of spit. Oh, it was. <laughs> that's how I knew tis. Oh. It was going to be a great day. But, <laughs> no wonder uh, you went to the other end of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that might have been in the back of my head. That might have been my subconscious playing up there. But that's how I knew it was going to be um, an interesting afternoon. And it, look, at the end of the day, Hawthorne did fall to North by twenty-one points. You were watching at home. What did you make of it? Uh, Hawthorne looked like they were experimenting a lot, but. Uh... With Jeray in the forward line? No way. Well, Jeray was on the wing. I think he was running with um, uh, the number four for North, running with the most dangerous player, Sean Higgins, on the wing. Define dangerous. Uh, he can kick the ball. In the sense also that he beats up on his teammates, is that it? <laughs> that was, yeah, Joey Mack and Higgins, yeah. That was a... Uh, an, a disappointment yesterday. There wasn't any infighting in the kangaroos lineup. No, they took it out. They took it out on us, as it happens. They did. They were quite aggressive. You know what? Sicily that. loves to get amongst it, doesn't he? We'll talk a bit about a bit about Sicily later, but yeah, he he loves a scrap. I don't, I don't mind him getting into it. I think and Cade passion. Stewart, they both love a bit of uh, biff. They do. I I don't mind seeing that at all. Uh, now twenty one points. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's not great well, ever it, to lose. But yeah, it shows uh, we faded late. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. We were experimenting. But Let's... it's not about the result. Well, no. And if you think it is about the result at this stage of the year, then maybe just sort of review your priorities. <laughs> I mean, it's not worth anything, is it? No. It's it's always nice to win, but I mean, let's review who we were missing, which some of these names, I've got to be honest, is I didn't even realise were missing. And they're quite significant. Uh, uh, Burgoyne, Birchall. Yeah, they uh, came to mind because we were pretty bad off the half-back flank. Yeah, th- those are the first ones I went, well, of course, that's glaring. But people like Puopolo wouldn't, wouldn't hurt to have him out there. Yeah, Kate um, Stewart did a good impression, though, I thought. He did, yes. Yeah, Stewart was good once again. What I mean, Smith as well. Yes, yeah, Smith. It, well, took, it took me until did hours lack. after the game to realise that Smith wasn't out there, we which did. is no... I'm not discrediting yeah. Smith at all. It was just, oh, yeah, geez, okay. And didn't you mention something? I think you you were live tweeting the game as well. Mm. Frawley didn't play most of the second half. Is that right? Yeah, Frawley Frawley had a rest there, which might explain how they they um, expanded the margin to twenty one points to begin with. In the last quarter, they sort of ran away from us there. They did, but it wasn't mentioned on the coverage. No, but apparently Hawthorne limited themselves to rotating twenty two off the bench in the last quarter. So as opposed to North, who I presume by you bringing this the, up. 29 I think so they went all out yep. they, they played to win we're training for the real season <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean it wasn't it wasn't a terrible game no it wasn't I was just going to jump in and say it was probably pretty important that North won to be honest well with all their youngsters they need the confidence don't they 
Well, I mean, being an Arden Street as well. It's a it's a oh, it's a fix. Win. It's a it's fix. A fix. <laughs> uh, the first quarter was interesting. We started pretty flat. Yeah, and they we kept did, missing, yeah. and then Shields got our first, mm. which looked dicey as well. That Gold, execution. Yeah, Goldie went down the rooms with his ankle. Yes, yeah, it sent a bit of a scare through their camp. And but uh, it didn't matter because Braden Proust looks like he's a bit of a gun ruckman. Yep. He moved up forward and rugby convert as well. I mentioned oh, him so last he, week. Yeah, so he's yeah. playing. He played rugby as well. That's his background. Yeah, he's about twenty-two, twenty-three, which is so. crazy. He he is a unit, and a he's half. pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it was good to see Vickery up and about early, wasn't it? Vickery was good. Kicked his first goal for the club. We shoved Roughhead down back, Jeray on the wing. But, I mean, the clear standout yeah. was uh, Amira. Nine disposals to quarter time. I'll go you one better. I'll say Omira and Mitchell are probably on equal footing for yesterday's honours for best of field for us. Well, yeah, Mitchell started a bit scratchy. but um, uh, th- This is the most important takeaway for mine. Now, Hawthorne... They're, as, only, they're as, only going to get better as a duo. That's right. Yeah. They're, they're going to learn to work together really well. And Hawthorne have had their critics in the off-season. We've covered all this. The consensus being that the club is going to struggle due to the exits of Sam Mitchell and Jordan Lewis. Maybe. Yeah, well, they didn't look too good on the weekend, did they? <laughs> You're taking the piss, aren't you? Yeah, 28 disposals for Sammy over in the West. And... Look, it's fine. They can do exactly whatever they want and have uh, you know best-of-field performances on their own time. But as long as we've indicated in our choice to move them on and get some young talent, that's do you their think equivalent. we've indicated with Amira there? I'm, you know, are you t- are you taking the bait there yet, or well, you're holding I mean, back? No, well, like as every week, tis. You know, I'm not one for the hysterical hype behind N- these things. Nineteen disposals to halftime. That uh, <laughs> that ridiculous goal from the pocket. Look, I'll just say that I think... The one that he kicked out on the full that nobody mentions. No, I won't, I won't <laughs> be mentioning that. Um, I think that fans can gain quite a bit of confidence, though, from the efforts of Mitchell and O'Meara, that, you know, we're, we're not done yet. We're not... We're Even if we do slide down the ladder a little uh, in 2017, it won't be too drastic. I think we're looking Well, from good. what I saw, I don't think we missed the eight. Let's just put that out there. No, so far, I mean, with yesterday's game and Geelong combined, our midfield's looking pretty good. And as you say, Mitchell and O'Meara working together, it's only going to get better. Yeah, and of course we lost Langford, so that was a big hole in the Just in really the side. want to push my buttons on this one, I don't do. you? Yeah. Every week. Yeah. I promise I won't lay into Langford listeners every yeah. week. Now, his disposal efficiency was 55%. That's right, yeah. <laughs> You're just going to lob that grenade and... Yeah, see if I do something with it. I thought it was an improvement. I'm not going to. I'm not going to jump on it. I'm going to let it improve? explode. <laughs> was it an improvement? What did you get last week? What did you get the, the, the week before? It was fifty something, wasn't it? From memory. Yeah. I, okay. So he played a half. He was, he was rested for the second half because he had a knock on the head or something. Is uh, did, uh, yeah, did you he happen to see it from that? Bruce. Oh really? So yeah. It was friendly fire. Friendly fire. I didn't quite see that. Head, I, think. I, I did notice that he was absent for the second half though. But fifty five percent is. I mean. He can't run at this it every week. It doesn't look good. No. How he plays. But uh, I, the, the, I okay. still think he's best 22. Look. Shoot me here's, down. Here's the, I will. Here's, I'm loading up right now, cocking my gun. Uh, JLT, right. It's, it's the time of year where everyone's experimenting and maybe some teams are going a bit half-hearted. They're mm-hmm. keeping some in reserve. If that's the case, you expect better than 55% efficiency. Right? Right. That's all I'm saying. Like, the the pressure right now that teams are applying to one another is but the lowest the, it's going to be all year. What about the educated chaos ball we've been doing into the forward line for years? Are you saying he's just an uneducated chaos ball? <laughs> <laughs> I think the time for that is passing. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to get burned by that. <laughs> and we have done. We did last year. I think it's time to evolve beyond it. And, um, yeah, he's he's got to do something about that side of his hey, game. This is a bit of fun. Yep. Who had the highest increase in their disposal efficiency from week Ooh, one to week two? I don't know about the highest increase. I, I'm, uh, I imagine you've got the stat handy. Yeah, you yeah. haven't just put me on the Jom. spot for no reason. Jom? Jom. 45% last week, 77 this week. 
Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 77. Hey, Mitchell didn't do too badly either with his disposal efficiency. No, that's right. 84.6. Jom and Tom combining, which is brilliant. And they're bringing a good contested uh, footy game as well. Yeah, I'll, contested I'll, touches. I'll just go through uh, Amira's stats. 10 yep. kicks, 13 handballs, uh, 8 contested possessions, 14 uncontested, mm. 3 clangers, 5 marks, 7 clearances, 2 centre clearances and a goal in and out on the full so you know pretty comprehensive game that yeah total game time 81 percent. so he'll probably yeah. play again next week uh, uh not next week sorry the week after against port, against adelaide. port adelaide yeah, yeah. Uh, tom mitchell was deemed in terms of according to afl fantasy scores anyway he was deemed best of field for us 26 touches at 84 percent um something that was pleasing to see was oh, a lot has been made already from the media at least this is one thing they did bother to pick up on Ty Vickery performed pretty well he did very impressed he uh, looks to have slotted in wonderfully he matched Tom Mitchell for contested possessions did he yeah is that because he so, dropped the mark or <laughs> what he fumbled and then had to go back and get the ball and it counted as a contested touch that's right <laughs> looks good on a stat sheet so harsh tears. <laughs> <laughs> no, no need to scrutinise. Actually, it. there was one play that really stood out. Yep, where uh, I think it was Stewart's goal at the start of the second quarter, perhaps. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. But and uh, Stewart goes up. He's obviously not going to take the mark, so he punches it down to Amira, mm. who, <laughs> within a lightning flash, yeah. just handballs it to Vickery, who gets it straight back to Stewart, and he just puts it straight through. That was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was. It looked really good. And for a young bloke and two blokes new to the club. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot it's to be excited good. about. Yeah. I think in general... That chemistry's coming, you see. That's what they yeah. need. I think in general we looked pretty exciting in attack uh, yesterday. I think that hasn't changed from last year. Um, something that was uh, bothering me a bit was how easily North was moving it out of the back line. I felt North rebounded really well. They were lightning fast. I think there was one play in particular. It came unstuck at around the wing and half forward for them. Mm. Um, they handballed it all the way up the ground from yep. from the back line. And they, they did it really well. Running and handballing. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They, it was just this massive chain. I forget how it came unstuck, but Hawthorne, for a long time, in that passage of play, yeah, you didn't have like, any answers. Looked like Piggy in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Um, so I, I don't know, but I, as you say, we we're experimenting quite a bit, especially with the back line and Stuart Sicily down there. I, we had we had a tweet. We've been asking for tweets to get some feedback on what people thought of the game. Uh, at Hawk Talk Pod is where you want to go. Good we, having that conversation after the game. It is. It really is. I, I love debriefing with people. Uh, we heard from Tim Richards who says, uh, "I think it's time to pull the pin on the Heatherly experiment." Yeah, that was a bit harsh. Um, yeah, I fielded that one myself via the Twitter. You couldn't do anything about that lovely pass to Preuss's chest. No, well, and, I mean... And then there was that terrible free kick he gave. Well, Preuss in particular was um, just having a day out. You know, some players just have days where they're on and you can't stop them. Um, as for Heatherly, he did manage only one game last one year. One senior game. One I think that was against Melbourne year. when we lost. Yep, and it was a late replacement who's shuffled into the side at late notice. Um, apart from that, he's placed pretty well in the best and fairest for Box Hill in previous years. And he's touted quite highly. He's regarded quite highly in Box Hill, as far as I know. Oh, so, he, he is, but the problem is for Headley, he's uh, he's not large enough to be a key position back. Yeah. And he's not quick enough to be a running, running half-back flanker. I, I think Tim followed up... Um, my calling out, <laughs> putting him on blast for saying it's harsh. He replied that he was heavily was more of a Stratton type defender. Which, what do you reckon? What do you make of uh, that? No, Stratton. I, I would say he's more like Gibbo, just mm. coming over the back. And his yep. disposal efficiency is very nice. Mm. Mm. He can take a mark. Uh, surely it's time will tell with Heatherly. Like he needs more games. Really, he's only just being introduced to AFL level. Yeah, that, that's fair enough, but. I thought the the apparatus at the back line yesterday was pretty awful, just before half time, and <laughs> you know it didn't it didn't look great. What did you make of Sicily playing down back? We're talking about experiments. That I one, can't stand it. You can't stand it, really. <laughs> oh, I just hate it. So, so I'm guessing you either want him in the forward line or out of the side. Well, obviously, it's a bit harder for him uh, down there at the moment without all the yeah the old heads around him. Well, particularly, but yesterday. he keeps trying to mark everything. 
and it keeps dropping in his feet for their crummers. Yeah. And he doesn't punch the ball away. There was a couple of times when his man was free mm. and received the pass. So he's learning, but, you know, if you're going to try for the mark, you've got to take the mark. Pretty much, yeah. It was kind of acceptable in the forward line when that was the idea. To It doesn't matter a, if you take the mark, just yeah. let the Mosquito fleet do it. And he's a bit light. I mean, he did back back into a pack, which was very uh, yeah. courageous but and, and um, helped with uh, spoiling the play. But I just don't think he's, he's heavy enough to sit mm. back there for the whole day. And I, I enjoy his pace coming off the halfback flank, and I think he's... Mm. But you can see they're trying to get him two positions. They know he can play in the forward line. We're, we are asking a lot of a lot of different players, really. We want our team to be well, as Burton, versatile as possible. Burton's got a, a difficult role, and Gunston's playing on the wing, playing halfback flank going forward. I mean, he's covering yeah. a hell of a lot of territory, Gun- Gunner. I did think about that, because he was pretty good yesterday as well. He's oh, pretty, he's excellent. He's, he's rock solid, but what what is the idea with him? Is it for him to be a utility? Because I, I kind of miss him in front of goals, to be honest. Well, we've got a plethora of forwards, you see. Yeah. And uh, they didn't really. And we like having space in the forward line, so there's no point jam packing it and letting all these guys being really good inside fifty. Yeah, you got to have them worthwhile and doing stuff from the half back line. Yeah, all uh, the way through. I understand that, but it was so, day, days like yesterday where I, we. I think he'll relish not being a lead up wing uh, player. We, we didn't really have a highlight up forward yesterday. That was the thing. I, I felt like we missed a, a key forward to slot. Three or four goals or something like that. Not tall, Cyril. You didn't... <laughs> Mate. Oh, it's one of my favourite moments of the match. Yeah. I knew you were live tweeting, but I couldn't help myself. I jumped in. <laughs> and you, you tweeted at the How account from our account. <laughs> I, I was overexcited. Oh, apologies. Mate. It I was overexcited. It did, it did look... Uh, I, I immediately tweeted that it was Cyril to tall, Cyril. That's and, right. Yeah. yeah that, oh, that was good and stuff. And he finished. For anyone who might be a tad confused, Tall Cyril is Jack Fitzpatrick. <laughs> We're getting like they don't it's, know. Oh, well, that was, seems to have caught on tis. Quite pleased <laughs> with that. So what did you think after halftime? I mean, Lovell came on. Well, I, I didn't think much after halftime, Tiz. So Amira it, it had a reduced workload. Mitchell came into his own, or Titch, as I call yeah, it. Yeah, look, I didn't think much of it because... It was about then that it dawned on me that how many players were missing and well, you see, what um, we're Gun- trying to Gunston, do. Um, pulled uh, Cunnington down into the back line and Cunnington immediately gave away two free kicks. Brilliant. One on one with Gunner. To be fair, Cunnington did have a pretty good day. He did. No, he didn't. He, he hit the post twice and missed. Oh, he and got, he, he took one decent fly. Oh, he kicked a couple of goals, didn't he? As I well as the misses. I can't remember him kicking a goal. He, he, was, one of the, he was one of North's best yesterday. For, for all the mistakes he did make, I think he was in the best for them. Um, and then we kept the pressure on him in the last. Bruce and Cade Stewart kicking a couple. Yeah, look, I, you know, it's a 21-point loss, but I don't feel I did have too bad about it. I a few it. concerns for a few of the players, like Billy Hartung. He was down. Yeah, he, he didn't he was. really. It, was our, it felt like our lone paceman out there. Um, harking back to... What I mentioned at the top of this recap, uh, Jeray moving forward was a bit odd. I don't. Well, want obviously, to... they know he's where he's best, and they're just trying to find out where else he can play. Yeah, I guess. But he so. kicked that wonderful goal against Frio. Remember that? Oh, I remember. Oh, that was incredible. <laughs> so yeah. he's got the talent. Yeah, and he was yeah. very brave coming to the drop of that ball with uh, Vickery. Yeah, look, it just it was an odd fit. There's some players that just shouldn't be seen in the forward line. It's, it reminds me of when I first started seeing Gunston down back. Who has since earned his stripes, and I'm okay with him floating down there. Yeah. But there are some players who are like, nah, that's, I'm pretty sure that's your no-go zone. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You've got to keep confusing your opposition, don't you? Well, at the moment, yeah. I'm all for that in JLT. I mean, it's, it's like we touched on last week. If, you know, if we had have steamrolled Geelong, mm. um, you know, gained the ascendancy of 41 points and then just doubled that and absolutely blew them away... I don't really know how that helps us. Well, we left out uh, an 18-point lead in the second quarter there. Well, that's right. Yeah, we were we were in control for a bit there. But, no, look, overall, um, I mean, like I said, Proust was having a good day for North. Um, a bit concerning about Pitonet having one disposal. I think 
I'm just going to check my notes here. I'm pretty sure he had 50% game time. He did. But one kick in a half footy is not great. He had eight hitouts. Yeah. But nevertheless, I mean, Proust dominated everyone that we tried in the ruck quite easily by himself. Yeah. So, I don't know. Pittenhead, uh, he's got his critics. But again, much like Heatherly, maybe time will tell on that one. He just probably needs more time. Oh, I'm prepared to give him more time. I thought he did very well against uh, <laughs> Goldie for a time, but then then Goldie was injured. So Yeah. Mm. Um, something about Pitonet's game yesterday, uh, with the one disposal, Yeah, he had 0% efficiency. Wait, who did it go to? Well, I'm, I'm guessing it was a clanger. Oh, okay. Th- that'd be my guess. So he had 0% in the one touch that he did get, in the one disposal he did have. Yeah. Do you know who was second worst on the ground? Is it? It's not Will. <laughs> yeah, it was Will. He was second worst on the ground for a disposal efficiency. Look, mate. Uh, I look. I promise. Next game, next podcast we do, and you could hold me to Marley it. Marley Williams was out there. Come on. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't mind Marley Williams to stuff up. He's in my anti fantasy team. He's supposed <laughs> he to be terrible he for did, the purposes. He did of all that right segment. on Cyril, actually. Um, no, Cyril look, I, looked I, disinterested for a long period. I, I give you my absolute guarantee that I won't bring up Will Langford next podcast because I know I've gone on about it two weeks in a row I, th- I, think I feel like I've just, made my I, point I think we should just make it a segment no I don't want it no yeah. I don't want to roast the guy every week Scarlet Will <laughs> I, want, I want him to do well <laughs> that's I don't not like the guy that's all I'm saying it's just it's a part of his game I wish he'd pick up I don't want to sound like a broken record. Have we got any other notes on this game you, that you want well, to Well, who are you looking kids? forward to seeing next week? Or not next week, the following week, because we get a week off with the JLT. So in the final JLT, we're playing Port Adelaide over there on a Sunday because we haven't seen O'Brien. He was a late withdrawal. Yep. And we haven't seen Brand. Mm. He hasn't. He hasn't played for us, and there's one other. The, well, it's like oh, a, the Phantom, the, the Phantom, Phantom himself. <laughs> it's the, I love it how he's the last one you mentioned as well. Yeah, Ricky Henderson. That's dramatic effect right there. <laughs> it was. It was very well done. Uh, Ricky yeah. Henderson himself. Did you spot him? I didn't spot him at all. <sighs> so true to his title. <laughs> um, I'd, yeah, I'd like to see him because I, I couldn't tell you much about him from his time at Adelaide. I didn't. I, I didn't notice him then. No, he's so, a good player at Adelaide. I'd, well, I just want to see him play for us. Yeah, that, that's why here he is quite a decent pickup for us. But apart from that, I'd like to start seeing again, not showing all of our cards, mm. but I want to see the kind of thing that we're going to try and do in the season. That you know we've had by that stage. We're you, you know, our- Clarko's in the US at the moment. He's just <laughs> he's literally dialing it in. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Did we get Bruce yesterday to coach? I think I think we yeah, got Cameron yeah, Bruce, Cam yeah. Bruce yesterday yeah. to coach. Look, I'm I'm fine with that, but I feel like this is a dress rehearsal, like the JLT. Yeah. That's pretty much what preseason is. And by the third and final week, you should start to try and get it right. We're kind of near what you're going to try and do in the season. Well, I'd, Port Adelaide did quite well against us and killed their outfit that were mm. gunning for them. Wingard is going to have more midfield time in 2017. Is that the the intel you've got from Port Adelaide? Yeah, apparently they've 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 announced that, and they've got a bloke. They've announced it. Yeah. <laughs> Press conference. Yeah, he's going to get more midfield time because okay. I think he missed last year's preseason, so he couldn't he didn't have the tank. But uh, they've got a bloke called Dan Houston, right. who's just a gift to commentators, isn't he? <laughs> The best part about him... Does he play in the back line? The Does best, he kick out? The best part about him yeah. is he's a swing man. Okay. So if they do have a problem... <laughs> oh, mate, that's top shelf. Yeah. <laughs> How long do you think it'll be before they wheel that out? Oh, exactly right. And uh, their, their latest draft pick, Pal Pepper, look good for them. So they're a couple to watch out for that Hawthorne will be aware of. Do you really give a crap about the result, though? I mean, week three? Oh, you know, we got North and Port, both teams I hate. <laughs> I didn't know you hate Port. Yeah. yeah you also, you, you can't like Port. Also, you hate North as well. That's a turn up for the books. I thought I was the only one. No, no. 
pretty <laughs> pretty easy to hate on North. Oh, it definitely is. Uh, we, you know what? We fell victim to the shin boner spirit. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, uh, mate, that, that was d- writ large above the grandstand. Wasn't oh, it, it was. They're all about the shin boner mm. spirit. Without defining it, it's wonderful. Yeah, no one knows what it is. Anybody tries to make you sign up to something they haven't defined, walk away. (laughs) That's that's general life advice, (laughs) folks. Uh, If we wanted to find Shinbrode's spirit uh, a bit more, following on from last week, um, use of the word flog. It's a bit of a favourite of North supporters. Uh, I, I won't say that I was keeping a strict tally, but I encountered at least five uses of the word flog from where I was sitting. By, by three burly gentlemen who might as well have been brothers. They were just, they looked like the same person. Like, just cookie cutter bullies, basically, who had just been on the grog since about 9 a.m. And they, they were the only ones invested. Like, everyone else was like polite golf claps, like, oh, this is an enjoyable contest. Go North Melbourne. And I they heard. were just absolutely getting in, getting stuck into Sicily, booing him mercilessly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're like banging the fence. He'd like, love that though. Oh, He's he the does. kind of bloke that would relish the booze. Oh, absolutely, yeah, he'd love it. But these were these were fans that you know how they had those sponsorship didn't signs they bring on the their, fence. Didn't they bring their entire the North Melbourne Army, the North Melbourne Cheer Squad? <laughs> Didn't they bring the entire North Melbourne cheer squad how many, to a JLT how many, game? <laughs> how many people do you need to constitute a squad? Do they have the numbers? I don't know. Just, I reckon their they, entire they membership wear, base turned out last week. Just wear all the same clothing and, yeah, and bray at the opposition. Would you believe, Tiz, that a review came through calling us toffs? Oh, iTunes. I can't imagine. Now I loved it. It was great feedback. I'm not having a go. It was it was a really uh, it was a really nice review, uh, pointing out our toffishness. Yeah. Can you get toffiness. your dad to delete that part of the review? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> no, I, lo- I love it. As as uh, my girlfriend pointed out to me, it's like no, it's not in the way that you're articulate or that you convey your thoughts on the game. Is that you have a dig at every other club and it's pretentious. <laughs> Look, that's what being a fan is all about. Our team is the best in the world and everyone else sucks. That's that's what you are as a fan. You have to believe that. Otherwise, why would you go for one team? Yeah. Anyway, Especially uh, look, when the Kool-Aid tastes so good. <laughs> exactly right. Look, if you do want to rate and review us on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It's great reading that stuff. And, you know, we're, we're riding a wave. The support has been great. On Twitter as well, at Pod. if you want to follow us there, that'd be awesome. Uh, the support so far has been great. Uh, Tiz, anything else you want to say on this on this game, recapping it? Uh, yeah, I want to mention Tia Miles. He backed up his good form from the week before. He did, yeah. He looks like... Um, and Cade Stewart looks a real player, doesn't he? He's got a bit of X factor there. Yeah, I, I was very um, careful in developing some notes about this game to labour on Stewart mm. uh, in addition to what I said about him last week. Well, he's the um, pick of our poll. Well, yeah, we did conduct a poll. That was uh, one best of the youngster. best youngster. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I completely just echo my sentiments from last podcast. He's, and I want to see more from Lovell. Lovell's I'm very excited like, about Lovell, but... He's yeah, I'm more tentative. his game time limited and... I think Lovell uh, is a bit nervous at points. Mm. But again, that will probably Great erase tackle with on time. Goldie. Any tackle on Goldie's got to be good. Time slowed for that. I swear. <laughs> just... Don't you love those moments? <laughs> I was thinking that today. Before you got here, I was watching the highlights from yesterday. And not that Cyril did anything too spectacular yesterday. It wasn't his usual highlight reel. Yeah, but, but that foot to the chest was quite good. <laughs> I was thinking that might be he might be like a once in a lifetime player from a fan perspective like who knows if we're going to see something like that again and it just made me so grateful i'm just relishing every moment that's why you go along to watch them don't you yeah exactly right especially in finals when they're running at 100 percent. yeah they turn it on for you i'm really excited about the players we've got but oh looking ahead yeah i sent you a couple of messages about who's available <laughs> you did I, I copied them right down into the notes as well <laughs> yeah like i did think it might be a bit too early to look at free agency but the name when you started writing these names down it's actually pretty exciting yeah, considering we're going to have some cap space too we are yeah we're going to have a fair bit of space unrestricted free agents too there there's a little bit of talent running around there all right first of uh, all let's go with the unrestricted first all right who have we got first cabs off we've got andy otten from adelaide who who's third cab off the rank and is not going to get the money out of the mm. club. Yep. And you got Cruiser. Yep. From Carlton. Ibo. Ibbotson from 
Frio. Johnson mm. from Frio. Mundy from Frio. Right, so Frio's got a few problems. Yeah, they're right. in that re, uh, restumping. Sorry, not rebuild. Actually, that's, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because now seeing those names all bunched together, um, they could just lock down Fife instantly. If those players walked out, that would free up a lot of money. Well, Ibo, Ibo will stay, I'd say. Like, like, can they really afford to get rid of those players, though, if they're non-competitive this year? Look, probably not. And then you've got Hanson of North, who I think won't be picked up by anybody. And then did you like Scotty Thompson's effort yesterday? Uh, I didn't take special attention to him, to be honest. And we're getting to the good ones now, though. Yeah. Westhoff from Port Adelaide. Sorry, I thought you said we're getting to the good ones. Yeah, I think he's a talent. I don't think he's well used. Okay, no, that's a, that might be a fair take on him. And then uh, Josh Kennedy wow. of the West Coast Eagles. Wow, okay. So we'd just shove him in the forward line. Or would we, <laughs> or would we put him behind the ball thing out? The forward line's so good. <laughs> well, that's it. That's the only reason I wouldn't be interested in Josh Kennedy is because I feel like we've shored up the forward line. I'm not sure no, if we there's just, any... We'd just keep Rafi on the wing. Yeah, well, that's, that's what would have to happen. He'd never drift forward. <laughs> Do you do you honestly reckon though Hawthorne would be interested in taking Josh Kennedy? Uh, anything to weaken another club. <laughs> <laughs> what is that payback for Mitchell? Is it? Oh, I don't know. I know. <laughs> well, Mitchell won't be on the list, so he'll only have one year over there. Eric McKenzie is the other one from West Coast, right? Well, so a few talents from the West going to be free, but up. they're all going to be free. You just yeah. pop them on the list like we did Vickery, and look how that's turned out. It is turning out quite well. He's, he's had his critics, but, you know, I know it's early days being JLT, but I like the look of Vickery so far. Oh, the way he moves around the ground. Yep. And he's and he's getting that chemistry with the other forwards now. That that takes time. Yeah, definitely. You can't, you can't overestimate how hard that is mm. to create the patterns of the runs and make sure you give each other space. And mm. Mm. What about the uh, standout restricted free agents? What names have we got there? Uh, do you want the big names? or? Yeah. I want all the names, Tiz. Okay. <laughs> Ryan Harwood. Okay. Who's that, you think? <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's just a halfback flanker from Brisbane, but uh, okay. he can rack up possessions pretty quickly. Well, these are the names I'm interested in in terms of the back line. I think that's where we need work. But anyway, continue. He's not a key defender that you're looking for. Uh, Rocky. Yep. Do you want Casbolt or we just skip past him? I don't really want Casbolt, okay. no, to be honest. Keith, key defender from Collingwood. Been out of the game due to the uh, clenbuterol scandal. Yeah, nah. Next. Zaharakis. We almost had him. Did we make a play for him? Is that right? Uh, something about the trades. We would have had him if we'd had that pick. Right. Um, Ballantyne. Ignore. Fife. This is a one you're really into. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm really into it. Oh, you love the man. You love his hair. <laughs> Where did this come from? Not once mentioned his hair in the entire time we've known each other. <laughs> Um, no, I'm, I'm actually on the fence about it a bit because I realise it would cost us a lot of money. I don't and know, Amira I just, won't get a Brownlow if Fife comes to our club. Uh, is that the end game, is it, for us? Just getting Amira <laughs> or Brownlow to prove everyone wrong? <laughs> he just, looks that good, though, doesn't he? he? Well, he looks pretty good. I want to get carried away. Just, uh, well, I've seen him play two games of footy. Yeah. I will say that he's what we need. But he's been tutored by Gablet, so... Gablet's... What an unflattering nickname. <laughs> Completely undercuts his legend, Gablet. <laughs> Menzel, uh, Motlop, and then there's ours. There's uh, yep. the restricted free agent, Bruce. I reckon we'll hold on to him, but anyway. And your favourite, and mine, Shuey. <laughs> I like Shuey, but I think the clock might be ticking on him, that's all. Pit- hey, he did all right yesterday, but... Yeah. Pittard at uh, Port Adelaide. Yep. Dusty. That's the other one Hawk fans are really excited about. There's two. There's Fife and Dusty. There's one I don't want. It's Dusty. Why is that? Is it a a culture thing? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty much on the same page. But he is really important for Richmond. He's shown what he can do. He can can turn a match. We don't need to weaken Richmond. (laughs) They're already in a hole by themselves. Is that the idea? No, I just... No, I don't want Dusty. I don't like watching him play. Fair enough. Sam Reid at Sydney. He's been collecting his wage for doing nothing for a few years I gonna, now. I was going to say, like he, he would have to, for anyone to be interested, he would have to have an enormous 2017. 
And then apparently Collingwood are really into Billy Pickens' son, (laughs) Liam Pickens. Right. Oh, could you imagine if he walked? (laughs) (laughs) So, pretty formidable list there. It's going to get really interesting at the uh, tail end of the season. See what happens. It is. Well, hopefully we can get some contracts signed with Bruce and Shuey. I reckon we'll keep Bruce, especially, um, you know, reading out that article as we did. Well, Shuey had the option to to leave. He was offered a fair bit of money. Where where was the offer coming from? I think it was from South Australia, where he's from. Right, okay. And uh, Frio were certainly looking. Right, interesting. Frio, Shuey at Frio. Barely even imagine it, actually. Already given him McFarlane. What's so weird about that? (laughs) Then we gave him Dawson, eventually. We gave him the, uh, the guy who had his own... Uh, splendid haircut you could set a watch to Trent Crowd. oh yeah we, we took him back though oh we sure did we made him a <laughs> premiership player <laughs> it's what we do we're Hawthorne we get players and we turn them into premiership players it's a players. great narrative especially when it comes to contract signing and oh yeah bringing new players to the club we'll make you a premiership player yeah pretty much we, we have a history of doing that it's you know be part of our system here's the Brian Lake system. come in Lakey <laughs> Were you saying we were pretentious before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it's time to get to uh, a fan favourite segment, the Book of Dipper. I'm going to flick through the pages again, peruse the thoughts of one Robert Dippy Domenico. Um, this has been receiving some good sizzle online, Tiz. People like this one. Yeah. Let's hope they don't buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we're definitely sunk. Hey, It's very expensive at the moment, I've noticed. <laughs> is it? Yeah, oh yes. My other concern is when we get to the end of the book, <laughs> I mean, there no, is he that, wrote another book. Yeah, there is that second one you've gave me. I haven't, I haven't touched that one. Tell yet. the kids I love them. <laughs> that's right. That's that's what it's called. Um, They're what, more heartfelt stories of genuine emotion. <laughs> really? Yeah. It sounds like you're just reading a review. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's because you've read the book or not. Is this a continuation of the last? Uh not quite. Okay, not quite. I'll pick it up from 1987. Okay. Okay. This is how the the book starts at this point. Uh, Big Dipper cops an ear bashing, screamed the Sunday Press on the morning of May 31, 1987. The front page story was right. There was a half page picture of Dipper looking decidedly glum, with his right ear gingerly taped to the side of his head. What a look, eh? What well, is just hanging? Uh, hanging by a thread, apparently. Ooh. Were you aware of this injury? I've no, never heard of this no, one before. No, this. Uh, Dipper picks it up. He says, Greg Burns virtually jumped on my head and the studs of his oh. boots jagged into my ear. And though I didn't realise it that at that instant, ripped it almost clean off my head. Lovely. <laughs> what an image, right? He's spared no detail there. Uh, after a quick tape up, an ambulance raced Dipper 22 kilometres to Prince Henry's Hospital. 22k? <laughs> Wasn't anything closer? <laughs> I guess it wasn't much of an emergency then. Uh, I still hadn't seen my ear in a mirror. I don't think they wanted me to see it. At the hospital, I was admitted to casualty, and the next thing, this doctor introduced himself as a plastic surgeon. Worse still, he came in with a group of medical students. (laughs) (laughs) They all stood around the bed, and the plastic surgeon said to them, Well, what do you think of this? I was a guinea pig. It was all very funny to them. They were cracking jokes. We'll make sure it won't stick out like Prince Charles's ears. Don't worry about that modelling job. We'll put it a bit closer to your eyes so you can wear your sunglasses lopsided. What? <laughs> I was in no mood for jokes. But you, they don't, didn't... you don't do that to Dipper. Just No, no absolutely no. Obviously didn't read his name. <laughs> <laughs> but they did a very good job sewing my ear back on. I think it took 28 stitches. Didn't come off again. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> Unless that's the next chapter. <laughs> Bit of God, a one-note book. He got some awful that's injuries, didn't he? He got some. Well, yeah. I mean, we say. We I haven't feel like got I to say, eighty-nine yet. Well, I think I think we touched upon eighty-nine last week, but um, yeah, I, I think I touch on it every week, and I say it's a different time. It's a very different time. If, if that happened these days, it'd be wrapped in cotton wool for a long time. I think. Oh well, I don't think the other player would be playing for too long. No. That's right. I'm trying to picture how that would even happen because he makes it sound he makes it sound like it was an accident. Well, he's probably on the on the ground trying to get the ball, and yeah. the bloke's just uh, decided Mate, to use him as a bit of a. Should we be surprised that it doesn't happen more in that case? Uh, no, there's a. Well, you see, they're professionals now, and mm. so they know that if they they're denying the other player livelihood, 
Do you think that's there's that level of empathy out I on do. the ground? I, I think there is. I mean, look, oh, look at the AFL nice PA yep. at the moment. They're all banding together to try and get more money out of the AFL. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Do you think they'll... I don't think they deserve any more money, really. Well, unless the... It depends what the AFL... I'm Look, I'll be honest. I haven't got my finger on the pulse of this issue. But if the AFL are making... We'll never get any player interviews if you go with that line. <laughs> <laughs> look, if the AFL are making certain demands that would imply that they deserve a I raise... I think they just want a, um, a percentage of the profits. Because they don't earn enough? Well, you know, you got to peg it to something, don't you? Well, I mean, it's... it's I don't know. It's just getting a bit ridiculous. I do think sports people, not just footballers, earn too much. You disagree? Never really questioned it. Well, think about the role they play in society. Yeah. I mean, if football disappeared tomorrow, mm-hmm. then there would obviously be certain socio-economic ramifications. Yes. But the world would keep turning... I don't necessarily think it's right that they get paid more than, say, people who save lives. Or TV presenters or radio jocks or... Look, you raise a good point. There are a lot of useless jobs out there. (laughs) Podcast host, for one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think utility to society is how you measure your wage packet. It's just... Maybe not, but it does still strike me as a bit backwards. I don't know. But and yet, look, I don't have a leg to stand on because I go to these games and I idolise these people just as much as anyone. So it's all about the fact that it's a market, and uh, if someone's willing to pay you more, they will. Yeah, well, that's pretty well said, actually. So I think that's where we. That's <laughs> why. That's why Buddy gets so much, and Five's looking at one point three. Uh, I thought it was one point two, but I mean one point three. Oh, well, why it's not? Probably probably a Donald Trump negotiating position. One point three then. <laughs> Every podcast now, <laughs> fake news, fake news galore. There was um, a bit of fake news, actually. I oh, I didn't see. Yeah, yeah, it was about the Gold Coast Suns yeah. and Essendon. Essendon won, apparently. <laughs> I mean, look, to be fair. It was Channel 7, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Channel yeah. 7. It was close, but I think the broadcast partner of the AFL should be doing a bit better than that. I, th- I tell you what, this Essendon bias that the Herald Sun has shown this week is has leached into oh, Channel 7. Oh, are we going to get into that? Oh, why not? If, why? if they're putting a pacemaker in the corpse that is the <laughs> that is the Essendon scandal, look, I mean, we may it, as well talk about okay, it. Okay, um, look, they are our opponents for round one, so <laughs> Essendon watch is still I have a been, relevant I have been me. having a look at their, their players, and yep. to be honest, from, from a fantasy point of view, I've been looking majority... But um, they're, they're not looking too flash. They look like a bit of a trap if you're going to take them in your fantasy league there, Nick. Jump on Watto and... But what North Melbourne players do I get rid of? <laughs> <laughs> or Collingwood players. Well, yeah. It's a point well made. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to linger too long on the Essendon stuff. Mostly because I don't think there were any revelations from no, the week, were there? Just a lot of swearing and angry language. Yeah, it didn't add anything to the debate. Well done, Mick Warner. I really enjoyed that. Got was... launched at eleven thirty. I listened to eighteen minutes of complete crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, it was it was curious, but it didn't add anything really. Yeah. And then I was trying to work out who'd done the tape. It's got to be Bomber. It's got to be Bomber. Thompson. You reckon it's Bomber because you can hear him chewing throughout the whole thing? Well, I mean, at the rate that that man unwraps lollies, <laughs> I mean, is is he stockpiling them for later, or is that literally in real time? How often he's eating lollies? It's got to be him that's doing the recording. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it's just it's just weird. And why now? And oh, yeah. they're trying to make it part of a Bill Shorten investigating the AFL. <sighs> so over it. Yeah, uh, I you know I, I imagine Essendon fans are the most over it. But oh, I'm so there. No, at no, the they want redemption, Chief. Do you, uh, do they still really care? Do you think a few of them do? You see them on Twitter every now and again. The ones you haven't blocked. Yes. <laughs> Look, I the the only reason I really care is because they are round one for us. That's where our season kicks off, and look, I'm 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 I do have a bit of concern for where they're at, like whether they're any good, whether they're bad, if they're club stable now, or yeah. yeah, I'm not sure what to expect. But God, I hope we win. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, I think I think we'll be pleasantly surprised that day by their form so far. Yeah, well, but they've recruited very well last last year. They've got some good players, young players. It still feels like a um, a long way to go, but 
that time's going to evaporate and round one's going to be on us before we know it. But we'll have your scarf on again. I'll have my scarf on. Hopefully it'll be cold by then. It'll be uh, appropriate in terms of climate. But before that, we've got Port. Um, when are we going to record next? I don't mean to hold a meeting on air, Tiz, but... Are we... After the Port game? Yeah, I reckon, I reckon we'll just wait until that game happens and then we'll do a recap of that one. Because uh, unless anything monumental happens in the and week the preview that we have of off. round one, well, we've been pretty yeah. lucky not getting any injuries so far. So D- does that mean you've wood. officially jinxed it? it does probably. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. I've said the same thing. I reckon I've said it about five times each week. Yeah, and it's exactly you know if you get an injury in the first week, maybe you're right by round one. But if you get in the That's third, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, well, I reckon that will do us for this episode of the Hawk Talk podcast. Uh, again, if you want to rate and review us on iTunes, that'd be great. Uh, I think you can do the same on SoundCloud if you just want to leave a comment or like the track. And uh, jump on Twitter as well, at Hawk Talk Pod. We love talking to everyone on uh, on Twitter. Um, we, have, we have some good fans. We do. Yeah. They're engaging. Yeah, we, we've not blocked anyone yet. No one's been annoying me personally. I'm easily annoyed. Can so. we have a first blocked award? <laughs> how do we let them know that's the point of it congratulations so we <laughs> so we have to block them and assume that they keep on listening to us yeah. to receive the award you can do that i've spotted a flaw in this you go to twitter without logging, logging in and look up there see, see oh, i've boy. been blocked <laughs> <laughs> well there you go there's your incentive for following us on twitter folks you could earn that prestigious title of being first blocked. No, seriously, we we love the support so far. It's been great. Considering the season hasn't even started, it's been wonderful. So keep up with us on uh, on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod. Tiz, any final thoughts for this week before we sign off? Oh, yeah, I do have a new jumper that I need a, that I need a number on. Yep. So I'm not sure which number to get. I thought about getting the number one because that's mine as a fan. Yeah, that's right. I was yeah. going to say number one is the fans. Yeah. Uh, who who's in contention? Forty, brilliant. Case Stewart. Yeah, get right. on the ground floor. I'm Do all I get for a it. Ten. It might be a bit on the nose. I reckon everyone's going to get ten now. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know I had it when it was. Yeah, I was say, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I think we call time on the podcast there, mate. It's yeah. not going to get better than that. <laughs> we are a happy team of Hawthorne.